This is Ken Foray. Make sure you tune in to Bourbon and Blood. Bourbon and Blood. My God. I want some bourbon. You can have the blood. <laughs> Thank you so much. Welcome to Bourbon and Blood. I am your host, Daniel Lowens, and I'm joined tonight by the ever-elusive... Wookie Will. He used to be on Nerd Life Productions, but now you can only find him on Top Rope Review and what else? You can find me at Podcast Detroit on the show's Top Rope Review, Sundays at 4 p.m. And at 5 p.m., you can find me on the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight from 5 to 7. I know he was going to plug, like, every fucking thing yeah. in the world. And you can also find me on Instagram at Will Loves Pizza. All right, and tonight we're watching his favorite fucking horror movie, which is... The 1979 classic, Alien. And here's the music. Ow! There's certain rules that one must abide by to make a good bourbon and blood. Number one, the drink count must be bigger. Number two, the death scenes are always much more elaborate. And number three, never, any under circumstance, assume the movie is good. <laughs> music, 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 music. <laughs> Welcome back. So, of course, I am Daniel Lowens, and you can find me on the internet at ExoCoolerGhost, and I'm joined by Wookie Will Blackman, which you can find him again where? Find me on Instagram, at Will Loves Pizza. Because he loves that pizza. And tonight we are going to discuss Alien, with all kinds of your favorites. So, Will, this is your favorite fucking movie. Explain to me what Alien is. Describe the whole fucking movie to a detail. <laughs> Right now, because I was too drunk to pay attention, even though I've seen this many times. Hold on, let me uh, pull up this 10-page paper I wrote about aliens for once. Seriously, he wrote a 10-page paper for a class at Eastern? Yes, Eastern Michigan. A 10-page paper on aliens. I studied film, and one of the classes I took was a uh, horror film class. Which I really wish I could take that class. Oh, it was a good class. It was fun. Um... So, Aliens is about a seven-man seven crew of the spaceship Nas Mento. I did not say that right at all. <laughs> As the Nos ship Mento? is returning to Earth, Nas Mento's computer receives an SOS from a nearby planet, which they actually find out wasn't an SOS. It was a stay-the-fuck-away warning. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. I remember the that. The ship computer wakes up. Yeah, when he's down in the, the cab before the egg scene happens. And Sigourney Weaver's character was like, well, the computer's halfway through decoding the message, and it doesn't look like it's an SLS. It actually looks like it's some kind of warning message. That's fair. I can um, see why they'd say SO, or stay away. Yeah. And then they decide to investigate. One of the crewmen is attacked by a strange creature that comes out of an egg. The cave was by an alien spaceship, which is spending, sending out the signal. I did not have the Joshua Shram for free this like I normally do in my papers, so... It's fine. I'm amazed that you had so well in this paper. <laughs> I think it's because later on I referenced both Conan the Barbarian, Terminators, and Ghostbusters, and Spider-Man in the same paper. All about Alien? <laughs> yes. You really should have only <laughs> recognized Event Horizon and Ghost Ship, because like I, I didn't reference you earlier, either of those in this movie. Those two pretty much just feed it off of how this movie survived. <laughs> we're really drunk. Oh, I forgot to mention what we're drinking tonight. Because that's what I do in these podcasts in the beginning. But it doesn't matter, because we're going to do it right now. <laughs> we developed our own alien blood. Which is delicious. Which is consisted of... The greenest fucking 
pop of all time, Surge. Surge from the 90s Which is and vodka mixed together make a delicious little number. <laughs> and also, of course, we're drinking vodka and orange juice because and it's we Wednesday can, when we're And screwed. we were doing shots of Jameson for why the fuck not. <laughs> and we're doing shots of Jameson. Alright, continue on the story. So why are they on the ship again? Or what happens once they get on the ship? Well, no, the, so the ship they're on is a standard uh, freighter ship. So no, why are they on this the new ship? So, so the, the ship they were on, though, which is an important thing. So this movie doesn't seem interesting, because a lot of movies, it's like, sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> a lot of movies, these space movies, they're like, you know, military ships or they're exploring ships. But these guys are all just working class gels. Like, basically, they're the semi... Workers. They're the semis of the future. Semi. So, it's it's just a freighter hauling shit, you know? So, these are the, these are the crew, besides, like, the obvious, like, the captain and, like, the ship doctor, they're just working class gels, you know? So... It really sucks for them, then. Yeah, which I think is interesting, too, because it's, it's just, like, I mean, one of the opening scenes is just them around the kitchen table bitching about, hey, when are we going to get raises, and, like, talking about the company, you know, and so it's just really interesting that it's just working class gels in the ship, and here they are, they just... So they find this other <sighs> ship, they it, go it's, on. It's not really, yeah, it's a planet, it's a ship. It's a planet? Yeah, they land on this uh, planet that has... I forget the name of the planet. Because it's not even like an actual name. It's just like something, 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 number, 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 you know? Because it's just like, here's this part of short section of the galaxy we're in. Here's this planet we numbered it, you know? Um, okay. So then the uh, the face... The egg creature latches on the screw member. And at first they're like really hesitant about bringing it on board because it breaks much of their like crew policies. Yeah. Maritime um, law. Maritime law. Do not bring on a face, law, but yeah. a face hugger dude when you're but, coming out of ship. So yeah, so it's on the ship. Turn your phone on silent. It's actually the computer. Well, you turn your computer on silent. I don't know how to do that. Uh, Alright. But. I think we're good. So they bring on the face hugger bro to the dinner table. <laughs> Literally, I feel like it's the dinner table. The one they're bitching about at the beginning. Yeah. Like, yeah, the no, thing happens is. Because they bring the face hugger on, they discover that the alien blood's acid. They detach the face hugger. Um, uh, so that, so then you the, missed the popping out of the stomach. Oh, I'm no, not yet. there yet. Sorry, so then the guys all awake and happy, and they're all eating dinner, all cheerful and stuff. And then one of, one of the most iconic scenes ever. Um, if you go to my Instagram at Willow's <laughs> Pizza, you can see this fun little video we made of this. Um, but it's a birthing a, video. It's an iconic scene of this of the little baby alien busting out of this guy's chest. Um, it's also as wonderfully re- recreated in uh, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Yes, yes, I love the Spaceballs diner <laughs> Cause it, scene because it, it's it's the alien seeds meets the WB dancing fog, and it's fucking amazing. <laughs> They're like, check please. After the whole scene. Yes. Oh, I haven't so, watched Spaceballs in so long. Dude, but anyways. Rumors are doing Spaceballs too. Uh, I'll, see, I'll believe Yeah, but half the it. cast is dead though. Oh. John Candy, rest in peace. R.I.P. Yo. So I literally, my mom told me John Candy was dead when I was a little kid. I started crying. Did you? Yes. Which is sad. This is two years after he already died. 
<laughs> so, when Bowie died, I had a few tears. And I feel like the only other celebrity I will cry at is when Bill Murray dies. That'd be sad. I feel like he's getting to that age, and I'm worried about him. I teared up for a bit when Robin Williams died. Oh, yeah. Robin Williams is pretty sad. So, yeah. But I just think it's so funny. Like, I mean, I was young when... We were young when he died. Yeah. And I was still pretty young when... Cause you Camp, found out after. Because Camp Candy was like... I love my favorite kids' cartoons. I was watching that, and my mom told me that, you know, he, he passed away. And it, it had been at least a year or two that he had been dead by the time I found out. Um, but right, it's probably right. the first famous person I remember crying about. Aw. So, where are we at? Actually... Chris Farley. I remember shedding a few tears for Chris Farley, because that was yeah, pretty dark. but I, I didn't really become a Chris Farley fan after his death. Oh, uh, I was a fan you before know. he died. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the chest popping, and then so, Explore that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the time is a little cute baby alien, and so he's like, like a foot long. He kind of like pops out, and like, hey guys, how's it going? Kind of looks like a seahorse. <laughs> yeah, he kind of scampers away. So you don't really know what the fuck's going on. And then some stuff starts happening, and they send the best yes crew member to go investigate. Look for the cat, I thought. Yeah. He's uh, wearing a delicious Hawaiian t-shirt. <laughs> and a hat. Delicious Hawaiian t-shirt. Yeah. It's, it's, you know I mean? This, this came out in 1979, but the fashion never changes. I was about to say, <laughs> so. as long as we have Margaritaville, you'll always have Hawaiian t-shirts. Oh, Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Rest in peace. I don't know why I said that. I blew Danny's mind tonight when I informed him that Jeff Goldblum is probably going to be in Jurassic World too. I had no idea. <laughs> I love Jeff Goldblum. And I will be so happy if he's in Jurassic World too. For sure. Will Chris Pratt be in it too? I don't see them doing it too about him. Alright, we're getting way off topic here. Let's get back to the aliens <laughs> on the ship. I just realized I had a spelling error on the paper. Man. Who cares? Keep going. Shit, I turned into this in a year ago. <laughs> you got a good grade, right? Yeah, I passed the class, so yeah. Um, Who else would be better to do a podcast on aliens than a guy that wrote a 10 page paper on it? So, Perfect. anyways. So, chest bursting, what happens after that? So, then you discover that the alien's gotten a lot fucking bigger. He has the best metabolism ever. Yeah, this the the well, I mean, you figure he grows a full adult in less than a day. Well, yeah, I mean, you figure he hatched, attacked the guy, became a full adult in, the, in a day. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe maybe twenty four hours. He's reached full maturity. Um, so he kills the first crew member, and then he slowly starts killing off the other crew members, and then you get to the next big twist in the movie. And what is? You find out the science officer is actually an android. He's not data. No. Not data. No, he's like... Not next generation data. So you find out that he actually... You find out the company actually kind of knows that these aliens somewhat exist. Yeah, but didn't they run across it randomly? Yes and no. Like, let's just throw a robot on every ship, and then if one goes near it, boom. That well, so, so you find out that, that the alien was kind of like a random thing, but you find out the company actually kind of knew these things existed, and they kind of, they wanted them to bring the alien back. So they actually never wanted him to remove the face hugger from the, oh. from the guy originally. They wanted him to bring him back, because the company's always 
looking to expand their stuff, um, which is a theme through all the Aliens. alien movies and Prometheus. That the company always has this weird like the company's always company. The company's always kind of a um, kind of a villain in a way in all these movies. It's expanding out more in Prometheus, which I don't remember that well because Prometheus to me was kind of a letdown. I was super hyped for Prometheus. The man. The man I was letting us down. Super hype. Um, Alright, so the alien, or the, the robots on the ship, and then they have that cool scene where his face is, like, on the table, and they, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they Sigourney discover- Weaver knows exactly... Even though this, he, he like, goes the, he, they he, didn't know she was a, he was a robot, she knows exactly what parts to solder, and suddenly the face well, like, wakes I mean, up. He's, he was a standard... So, he they, they didn't know he was an android. But the androids existed, and they, they knew the androids existed. Where are we at time-wise? <laughs> don't worry about that. We're at 12 you, minutes. You told me there was a time limit, so I'm a little worried. <laughs> um, so, so we knew... So androids... They knew of androids in the universe. They just didn't know he was an android. They kept that under wraps. Um, and you kind of learn later on in Aliens 2, they expand more on the androids. Different model... But same thing. They also expand on Sigourney Weaver's underwear situation. Oh, they do. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I first watched this when I was in... There's my segue for you. Go ahead. <laughs> no. So I first watched this... I don't know. My, my dad was just like... My dad loves horror films. Um, I'm not a big horror movie guy. I've come... A, I've enjoyed horror movies a lot more later on in life. Mainly because I discovered movies such as Aliens that consider a horror movie. Um, then I love supernatural horror, and I love sci-fi horror, um, but I don't like slasher films. But my dad loves all forms of horror, and he's probably seen more horror movies than you, Danny. I doubt it. No. I've watched probably, a lot at this point. He's probably... You have to figure my dad's twice your age, and watches almost nothing but horror movies. Um, Anyways, get on to the underwear situation. <laughs> so the first time I've ever seen this movie, though, was probably... I was literally probably in the second or third grade, which... Whoa, that's way younger than yes, I thought you were talking. No. <laughs> literally, like, I was born in 85. I was probably watching this movie in 92, 93. So, so in 92, 93, you got small chubs. <laughs> probably. I didn't know they were at the time. But yeah, it's like probably my first legit crush in life was... Ellen Ripley. <laughs> and the underwear scenes that she has in this movie, and then again in Aliens, which is a sequel. So the first movie is called Alien, directed by Ridley Scott, one of my all-time favorite directors. Aliens, directed by James Cameron, another director I highly admire. Both known for fantastic sci-fi movies. I mean, um, they're okay. No, they're great. <laughs> <laughs> so, is I mean, James Cameron was alright. He did that one movie called Titanic, which was, eh... <laughs> was it Avatar 2? Yeah, he did Avatar. Yeah. Um, Alright, anyways, let's get through the story of this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, shit. Oh, the chest burst. Oh, yeah. That's like so, the so last the- thing we talked about. <laughs> we still got plenty so, of room. So oh, no, 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 no. We talked about the Hawaiian shirt guy getting killed murdered, and, the and then like, half the other people. find out that there's an android. Yep. Alright, so um, we're pretty further along. So then basically the rest of the movie's like... Ripley's Ellen Ripley's like we gotta destroy this ship because monster's fucking crazy. At this point, there's only three members of the crew left. Can I point out 
This is the first movie I realized how cool blowtorches were. Yes. When I was, was a kid, a- everyone who's badass in this movie carries the blowtorch around at some point. Yes, there's a lot of blowtorch in this movie. <laughs> so It's get- constant sweet blowtorch. So, so basically, basically you get to the point where everyone's dead except for Ripley, played by Sigourney Weaver, and Jones the Cat, which are my two favorite characters in this movie. I knew... Two people survived, and I forgot who the other person was, because it's been like three years since I've seen it. And Will's like, oh, my other favorite character is the one that survives. And I kept like watching all the characters, I'm like, who else survives? I don't remember another character character surviving. And then Will's like, my favorite character is the cat. And yeah, that I guess it was a movie. I was like, Will's got like two cats. He's a cat yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this movie's one of the reasons why I love cats so much. <laughs> I mean, we've had cats my whole life, but I'm pretty sure this movie's one of the reasons I love them. So they get into the escape pod, and she gets all set up, and she seems all comfortable. And I remember this is like, the first time I remember anything like this, like, in cinema, when I was a kid at least. is like, oh, the day is saved, and oh, twist, it's not over! Like, yeah. the alien's, like, in the wall, and, like, you see his head, but you don't know it's his head at first. Mentioning, also, that all this stuff was practical effects. And this movie was made way back, and it looks so crisp and beautiful still. It still holds up. This movie fucking holds up forever. Like, um, everything in this movie looks just so fantastic still. Yeah, no, it's... I mean, the alien is literally a guy in a rubber suit. And it still looks terrifying. Yeah, well, because they were smart about it. They filmed it, so most of the scenes you only see the head... Or parts about it. It's very few scenes that you see the full body, and when you do, it's quick. So you only see it for half a second. So you don't have time to process that it's just a fucking guy wearing a latex suit. So tell me, you did a ten-page report on this motherfucker. Tell me sweet things about this movie that you learned. Well, I mean, just interesting uh, facts. A lot of stuff that I learned was was stuff I kind of knew. Um, one of the interesting facts is. They used a lot of, like, real things for practical effects. So, like, some of the scenes were, like, the chest person scene or the android scene. They used, like, sheep's kidneys and dead shellfish as, like... Shellfish! To show, like, internal organs. Yeah. So it's very hardcore practical effects. The, the chest person scene, they built a whole model of the guy's chest... So, like, there's pictures you can find online, like, showing you of the stuff. Um, the latex suit, the guy in the latex suit, obviously, is made of the latex suit with uh, hoses attached to it. Um, stuff like that. It still looks amazing, though. Yeah, I think one of the most interesting things about this movie is that originally the script was written, all the characters very gender neutral. Yeah. Um, well, that was a big deal when this movie came out, was that. People were like, oh, this is a feminist film, or there's this, you know, feminist undertone having Ripley being the surviving hero and making her such a kind of badass female towards the end. But the script was really written to be actual. Originally, Ripley was going to be a guy. Um, but then Sorority Weaver was the best actor, the addition for the movie, so they gave her the lead, and they kind of tweaked the film, which is, like, why, like, the opening breakfast scene... It's just really like a bunch of guys shooting, like shooting the shit and stuff. So this movie's very gen- gender neutral, which is like one of the first movies of its kind to do that. Yeah, I forget how old this movie was. I always thought it was like mid nineties. 
Yeah, I mean, and so it's just like influence. Like you see, like Terminator Two, Sarah Connor is way more of a badass, and it's kind of like this movie is one of the ways that paid for, like, paid the way for that female um, heroine. You know? Yeah. Like this movie really established that no girls kick ass and they can kick ass. You know? So what was your issue with Prometheus? Oh. Go into it. We so, no, no. So, I mean, my biggest problem with Prometheus is the same thing I have with the Star Wars prequels, is that they just made it look too high-tech. Yeah. Like, like this movie is, like, the computers are, like, old-school DOS computers, you know? Like, you see the computers, and it's, like, green text across the screen, on black screen, you know what I mean? Like, and it's all, like, old-school computers. It's not, like... Prometheus was way too much. Hey, Bootsy. My cat's coming in and say hi to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so like, these computers are way, way too, like, fancy Prometheus. It's like touch screens and stuff. It's just way too slick looking. And the Android? Yeah, the Android in my in the, To me, the Android in Prometheus is way more advanced than the Android of this movie. And this movie's supposed to take place, like, I think a hundred years before Prometheus, or after Prometheus. I mean, maybe only fifty years. But you know, Prometheus is a sequel. I mean, a prequel too. Yeah, I was about to say it's yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) So what are you really afraid of? Well, like not in this movie, but like what scares you as a person? Are you afraid of the dark, roller coasters, monsters, aliens for sure? Really? Just aliens? Aliens for sure. I have always fucking convinced there's fucking aliens. Yeah, but would that be terrifying to you? Just depends. Just depends? We just watched that Rob Zombie music video of aliens walking around giant penises. That's kind of (laughs) scary. Aliens with large dongs terrify me. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess aliens kind of scare me. And so does, like, demonic possessions. Like, probably the movie I was the most afraid ever after watching was, um... The Exorcist? No, Emily Rose. Really? Yeah. The Exorcism of Emily Rose? Yes. That movie is probably, to me, one of the all-time scariest movies ever. I mean, it was a good one, but... Dude, so at the time, though, I was working security for Adrian College. And so I would be up at 3 a.m. constantly. And 3 a.m. was, like, a big deal in that movie... So, like, whenever I was up at 3 a.m. walking around an empty campus at night, scared the shit out of me. I can imagine. I also cried during that movie, too. Why? Because I'm just, I'm just, especially then, I was way more, like... Emotional, like a little bit. No, I was way more religious and in touch with my Catholic faith, which what I thought find most, what I really to most in the Catholic faith is the belief that demonic possession is real. Yeah. So it's just this whole story from a priest's point of view that he's trying to help out these guys. So I just found it very, um, very real. There's that movie of Heath Ledger in it. I can't remember what it's called now. Maybe it's called The Order. That's another one that With gets Heath me. Ledger? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that. Yeah, it was a follow-up. It's Heath Ledger and the uh, guy from Night's Tale. It's like when we stayed together afterwards. He was in Night's Tale, Heath Ledger. Yeah, but then you know the guy who plays like the Fat Squire? No, it's been a long time since yeah. I've seen Night's Tale. I can't think of the guy's name. It's not my bag. But yeah, that's what gets me more than anything. Like I guess I'm not a big slasher film guy. I don't find slasher films that scary. But Exorcist, I thought it was pretty scary when I saw it. 
Um, Exorcist is a terrifying fucking mm-hmm. movie. It's wonderful. It's still that that's another one that holds up still. Yeah, no, I watched that, and actually, well, first time I ever saw it was part of this class I wrote this ten page paper for. Well, um, this is the first time you saw Exorcist. I didn't. I don't know if I ever told you this or not, but yeah, my dad's a hard hardcore horror, horror film fan. You've mentioned it. Um, and but I never watched a lot of horror films when I was growing up because of my dad. So I was in the. First grade, probably. We go on a hayride together, me and my dad. And so, on a hayride, I don't remember much of the hayride. But at the end of the hayride, these guys in Jason masks come out, chasing the wagon, holding chainsaws. Okay. Um, they jump on the wagon. The guy's on the wagon. He's reaching in the wagon, pulling on me, saying my name. At the time, I went by Billy. When I was really young, my family called me Billy. So he's like, Billy, Billy, pulling me. I'm like crying. Just terrified. <laughs> I'm in the first grade. Just terrified. That's fucked up to do to a first um, grader. And my dad is just kind of like laughing sitting next to me because he thinks it's kind of funny. So then after the haywire's over, the guy comes up to me, takes off his mask. He was my fucking substitute teacher that day. That's how he remembered <laughs> me. I was a little bit of an ambitious kid. So teachers quickly learn my name. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So then I was uh, kind of afraid of like haunted houses, hayrides. Didn't care much for horror movies for most of the time growing up. Um, again, though, I I never considered Alien or Aliens a horror movie until probably when I was in high school and was looking at the movies more. Um, so to me, the first real horror movie I watched, I did air quotes, you guys can't see that, <laughs> was was Scream. Like, I think I watched Scream, like, when it got released on VHS, DVD. And that makes sense for you, because you're a big movie, like, creator-wise guy. Yeah, yeah, so I watched Scream. You went to a lot of school And the aspect of, I watched Scream when I was in high school, and the aspect of how Scream approached it, and was like, it debunked horror films and talked about horror films, I like that. You know, so that's when I started watching more of the slasher films and getting, started getting more into horror. But then I also realized that there's, that, like, supernatural horror is horror. Because, like, growing up as a kid, I loved alien stuff. I loved the werewolves, vampire stuff. So I love supernatural horror. I love sci-fi horror. You just didn't love the gutting, I don't, gory I'm stuff. I'm not a big slasher horror film guy. So You're not. missing out. A lot of good gore so, movies. And, like, with time I was in high school, I started going on the houses. But, again... It's like I understand special effects and stuff so much now that haunted houses to me don't really scare me that much. What if you went to a horror, like a haunted house, and a clown was just like, Billy, Billy, and chasing you with his chainsaw? See, that wouldn't scare me that much. I did I see, think that... I did, I did watch It when I was in middle school. That, it's amazing. That scared me a little bit, too. Yeah. Well, it's a terrifying fucking movie. Yeah. So, but yeah, for the most part, I did not watch a lot of horror when I was then younger. It was probably within the last 10 years I started getting really big in the horror. Well, this will be easy because you've gone on record saying this is your favorite, but this is the rating phase of my podcast. How would you rate Aliens 1 out of 10, 10 being the best? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely easily 9.5. I figured um, it'd be a 9 or a 10. Yeah. 
I would say it's about a seven for me, and it's not because it's a bad movie. It's because it's not my genre. Like, I don't love alien movies as much. Alien's, like, my least favorite alien, or my least favorite, like, supernatural horror. I love Alien. I think it's a great movie, but it's not one that I throw in constantly. Well, I mean, so this this movie, too, is... Very, very slow at times. The, the first half of the movie is pretty slow. Until I mean, because this movie is all about suspense horror. And so it's like, watching it now, compared to movies nowadays, like, the story's really slow. I mean, even when we were watching it now, most of this, a lot of stuff we talked through. Yeah. Even now, like, when I rewatch it. I will, like, put it on while I'm cleaning my house or doing other stuff. And there's, there's key scenes I rewatch, you know. It's like you rewatch the facehugger scene, rewatch the chest bursting, rewatch the last probably half an hour of the movie. Like, that's worth watching. But a lot of the stuff in the beginning, in the middle, it's just really slow suspense horror. Yeah. Which, when this movie came out in 1979, was a big deal. It's so good. Like, you sit down and, like, movie, watch it. it yeah, and this movie holds up. The special effects hold up because it's so much practical effects that were just well done. So this movie really holds up today compared to even some movies of just the last ten years, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's... it's Once you've watched it a few times, it can be kind of slow-paced. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you for being on Bourbon and Blood, Will Blamin. Oh, thanks. I Where else can we find you? Are you intru- do you do any other podcasts, Will? Yeah, so you can listen to me weekly on Top Rope Review. It's the official podcast of XICW, and we discuss WBE on Podcast Detroit. And then also you can hear me on the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight on Sundays, also on Podcast Detroit. Well, that all sounds great. Uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us for this Alien episode, and I hope you have a wonderful day. And it's Alien Week next week, right? Is that why we're doing this this week? Yeah, so next week is Alien Week. I believe April 26th is the official day. I meant to look it up before Why we... is it Alien Day or Alien Week? What do they? Um, why do they get a week? It's not like yeah, we've it's, actually it's found alien. aliens. It's like, it's oh, this is the week we found day. them. Um, I think it's just because that's when the movie came out. But rumor is Reebok's releasing I shoes. Shoes that Ripley wore? Yeah, in Aliens. Um, it's almost more exciting than the Marty McFly shoes that Nike yeah. has release. Which I really wish I had the money to buy those bad boys. You got time, buddy. Yeah. You got time. All right, so well, thank Alien you. Alien Day is set for 426. Um, it's, it's the Fox holiday because these movies were made by Fox. I might um, be able to have this edited and out by then, but we'll see. <laughs> so, yeah, it's 20th Century Fox Plans 420 Alien Celebration. One of the things it's supposed to be doing is that it's going to include Aliens Reebok replica st- stompers, um, which if they become a real thing and they're actually coming out, I do really hope to buy a pair. Those do look sweet. Because uh, they are amazing. All right, I'm not well, really sure what else is planned going on that day. We'll see what happens. Thank you for listening to Bourbon and Blood. And as always, you can find me on the Nerd Life Network at our Nerd Life. Wow, well, I'm so used to when we did roundtable and you said as always. I was about to say, stay nerdy. Yeah, we don't just say stay nerdy here. <laughs> stay horrified. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Have a good night and thank you. Bye. <laughs>